Lee Harris. Welcome to the Chamber Beat Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your favorite platform, so make sure to follow and subscribe to receive notifications when we release our weekly episode. We'll inform our members of the inner workings of Capitol Hill with updates on legislation tracked by the Chamber. Also, we'll hear from legislators and decision makers who serve to make Tennessee an even better state to live and do business. Well, it's good to be back this week. I know Carrington is super happy that the Eagles will be going to the Super Bowl. I could not be more excited. I am sorry for all of you that are Titans fans, and you might not be able to forgive me for this, but it is a good day to be an Eagles fan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, well, I guess we'll just get right into it. But foot traffic began to pick up around Cordell Hall this week as the House returned, and bill filing deadlines were Tuesday and Thursday for the House and Senate, respectively. Around 1,500 bills have been filed, and the chamber has been reviewing and analyzing all of those to determine the impacts to Tennessee business. Yeah. As a part of our grassroots process, chamber committees will meet to determine policy positions on relevant bills. The Tax and Environment and Energy Committees and Chemical Industry Council will meet next Thursday. If you'd like more information on those, please reach out to Laura Lee or me. Another committee that we're still finalizing our first meeting is the HR and Legal Committee. It will be meeting either early next week or the following week. And just to kind of give an update on this committee, it used to just be our HR committee, but we are adding a legal portion. And so it's now going to be the Human Resource and Legal Committee. And it will meet biweekly or weekly, depending on legislative calendars. And it will cover the following. Employment law and workplace regulation issues, as well as all workers' compensation and unemployment insurance issues. Also issues related to tort reform and civil liability of businesses, including opposing efforts to expand exposure to liability and damages and weakened defenses available for businesses. So this committee will help guide the chamber's agenda policy-wise during the legislative session and hearing from you all is how we determine what is at the forefront of our priorities to continue to grow and keep Tennessee a premier place for businesses. There will be more updates coming in the next couple weeks, uh, again, on our first meeting date and Hopefully, I'll give you more information on that soon. So just let me know if you'd like to be added to that committee. And it can be, you can email me at carrington.anderson at pnchamber.org. And last week, we discussed several pieces of the Chamber's agenda, and we'll finish that up this week. We hope to release that full agenda next week. But this week, we will discuss employment law, technology, manufacturing, and environment and energy. Great. Starting with workers' compensation, unemployment, and employment law policy, Tennessee's workers' compensation and employment systems must work to ensure the integrity of those systems for employers. It's critical that our workers' compensation system operates fairly, and we oppose efforts that could negatively affect Tennessee's unemployment trust fund by unfairly placing burden on Tennessee employers. We will promote human resources, employment, and labor policies that maintain employees' fair treatment while not placing an unneeded burden on employers. Tennessee's employment at will doctrine should be maintained and anything to undermine this long-held philosophy should be avoided. We'll also advocate for workers' compensation, unemployment, occupational health, and safety programs that are reasonable and predictable. We'll continue to work to ensure compliance and reduce injury costs as well. Um, And then also, Tennessee's employers strive to maintain a healthy and safe workplace for their employees and customers while maintaining a strong relationship with TOSHA and the Department of Labor and Workforce Development. We support a strong working relationship that facilitates compliance. Maintaining Tennessee's state OSHA program has and will remain a policy priority of the chamber and will oppose any effort that would result in a federally managed occupational health and safety program. 
Moving on to technology, data, and cybersecurity, we share mutual interest with the legislature and other policymakers in ensuring consumer and other data rights are protected and safeguarded in a responsible way. Over the past decade, Tennessee businesses have invested hundreds of millions of dollars to ensure customer and other data is secure and it remains private. Strong digital privacy as a business component is something no successful business can overlook. However, we also want to ensure that businesses in Tennessee are not unnecessarily burdened by potential provisions, which can lead to substantial compliance costs. Great. So moving into manufacturing initiatives, Tennessee has recognized remarkable growth in the area of economic development, especially in the last few years. The Tennessee Chamber opposes attempts to curb this growth or diminish our attractiveness as a state to locate business. We recognize the need to plan for and account for population growth as a result of successful economic development. However, population growth itself should not be an impediment to our state's positive momentum. We're recognized as a top state for manufacturing activity, which produces significant economic benefits. Like we mentioned last week, we have two appropriations requests this year. To promote and enhance our manufacturing climate, we'll support initiatives such as state funding for the Smart Factory Institute, which will continue funding for the U.S. Institute in Tennessee. This will provide manufacturers with technology and innovation, collaborative relationships, and certifications to improve manufacturing processes through access to the latest technology in advanced manufacturing. On environment and energy policy, the Chamber and our members consistently demonstrate that environmental compliance and stewardship are top priorities. We'll advocate for transparent and science-based policymaking, as well as policies that support innovative approaches to environmental stewardship. We'll work to modernize energy infrastructure in Tennessee in order to meet energy demands and contribute to regional and national energy independence while also supporting the environmental footprint reduction goals of our members. We'll ensure a fair and balanced approach to new and existing laws, regulations, and policies that provide minimum economic burden to business and development and increase efficiency while also protecting natural resources. We're really proud of this agenda and think that it reflects the business community well and all the input that you guys have given to it and hopefully we'll be releasing our agenda more in the following week yep uh okay so now we're excited to share and announce our first legislator to join the podcast we got to have a conversation with chair of the house commerce committee kevin vaughn where we asked him what some of his expectations are for the 2023 legislative session and some things that he'll be working on this session what we work on this session will be dependent upon what we hear from the governor on Monday night at the State of the State. Uh, he will be laying out his programs and his plans and particularly his legislative initiatives that we'll start to see presented into the system and our committees will respond to that. I know that one of his big initiatives is our rehauling the transportation system, uh, particularly figuring out how we ease congestion and perhaps get more lane miles on the interstates across the state. That's something that I'm very interested in as someone who travels the interstates on a very regular basis, particularly during sessions. So I look forward to finding that out. As far as other issues we're going to have, uh, I think we're going to see that particularly affect the business community. Uh, know that there's going to be some interest in big tech, with how that impacts uh, our state and our, our citizens. I'm going to be looking at those issues through the prism of what does it do to our business community? Uh, how do these proposed laws uh, or bills as they're formed there and now, how do they, how will they impact our businesses and does the good outweigh the bad or does the bad outweigh the good and, and react to those accordingly? 
things that I'm working on, uh, I have uh, kind of a slate of bills that I'm looking into private property rights, particularly with regards to environmental issues. Uh, I'm looking at uh, affordable housing. That's one of the areas that I, I know that in certain parts of our state are, is a real need. Being the father of two 20-somethings, uh, I know how difficult it is to find affordable housing uh, options in, in good places. And so we're going to be looking at programs that might can help that. Chairman Vaughn, thanks so much for joining us on the Chamber Beat. The business community is lucky to have such a strong advocate. We'll continue to give updates on this podcast about the governor's legislative package and hopefully more on Chairman Vaughn's legislative initiatives as session progresses. Like Chairman Vaughn said, Governor Bill Lee will deliver his State of the State address on Monday, February 6th, and we look forward to hearing the administration's initiatives during this address. We'll send out a capital update Monday night explaining the governor's package. That's all for this week. Thanks. Thanks.